0: Well hello there listeners. I just wanted to corner you guys before the episode started and give you no choice but to hear this announcement just so you guys know right now there is a fan art contest going on for Hit Dice. Now this contest isn't Only for those of you with incredible art skill. Whether you have been illustrating and drawing your entire life or you have never even touched a pencil, there is a tier of competition for you. There will definitely be prizes awarded for entries that show a lot of artistic skill. There will be prizes awarded just because you entered the competition. And there is a prize for everything in between. The prizes are really generous and really incredible. So I'm going to encourage you guys to jump on that you can draw anything that comes to mind whether it's one of the pcs whether it's one of the towns whether it's a statue that i mentioned one time that you thought might look stupid if you drew it all you got to do is go over to our official website hitdicepod.com. You can find more details there. This competition is brought to you by our sponsor, Tabletop Loot. They are always taking good care of us, making sure we're having fun, making sure you're having fun listening to us, and making sure you have sweet, sweet opportunities to enter competitions with really cool prizes and really cool art. So jump on over into their store, show them your appreciation, and grab a couple of sets of dice, enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout, and you'll get 15% off or you can swipe one of many other items they offer, including dice jails. Speaking of dice that constantly betray their players and owners and definitely need to be put in a dice jail, let's get started with episode 18. You guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons?
1: Yeah, Yeah, Can we, like, Skyrim quest this and go out and kill wolves in the forest to level up?
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> how much sense that makes as, like, an actual person, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're, so, I'm would,
2: grinding for XP in life. Would be cool with
3: us killing
0: wolves?
2: But no, like, what guys? i say is we just go to a tavern and see if anybody has, like...
0: Wait, uh, uh, okay. let's do the intros and stuff. Yeah. And then we'll play D&D. All right. <laughs> is this episode 18? 18, yeah. baby. Cool. This is episode 18 of Hit Dice. I'm Wes. I'm uh, your human dungeon master and host. I wear glasses. Mm. I have a short beard. I have little scrawny arms, and I'm wearing an Apple Watch. And to my left, uh, Caleb Hanks. I'm Caleb Hanks.
2: I play Callista the Tiefling Bard.
0: I got like <laughs> 30 goddamn dicks. <laughs>
4: 32
3: 32
4: dicks Taplings are weird Uh, Don't change my dicks
2: (laughs) I'm Caleb Banks I play guy on a buffalo I'm a human and I'm pretty sure I'm a ranger still
0: How's
2: he look? Oh he looks real weird (laughs) He looks like Mason Verger from (laughs) Hannibal He has had all his skin burned off Now he looks like Robert Redford from Jeremiah Johnson but I'm thinking about giving him a cool acrylics haircut like Adelaide. Okay. Uh,
3: Jonathan Ganong. <laughs> um, I'm playing Arwill. Uh, he is a divination wizard. He's a gnome. Um, kind of wears like little blue and white traveling robes. Uh, he has a short white beard that's pretty kept, or kept neat. Um, long white hair It keeps up a little top knot. Um, wears a metal glove. Um, he has a gear tattoo underneath it that moves. oh uh, yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anil
1: Larson! Hey, and Adelaide the Half-Elf Warlock with his new Skrillex haircut. Hell
0: yeah.
1: Uh, some of her hair burnt off. She has this long, black, wavy hair, and some of it burnt off, which she was really upset about. But, you know, she's doing. She's rocking the half-buzzed look now, and she fixed it up. Callista helped a little try.
2: <laughs> I'm also rocking a half-buzzed look because I've had a couple of beers. <laughs>
1: uh, she has these piercing green eyes, and she's... Um, she's tall but she's frail and but she has muscles. She's just very skinny and you can and bony and you can see her collarbone stick out and on her collarbone she has these moving lines that come and twist into a Celtic knot on her sternum.
0: According to Caleb, Callista's pretty bony as well.
4: <laughs> Speaking of
1: which
0: <laughs> Rachel
4: Watkins. Playing Callista Astorio, Tiefling Bard. Um, Callista has royal blue hair and curling horns out the side of her head. Um, a long graceful tail. Her skin is sort of an ivory pearlescent white and she has solid gold eyes. When she's not on stage in costume, she's actually um, out and about in her leather armor, so she's a little more covered up than you might imagine <laughs> for combat. She's very practical like that. And? Oh, and, and the burns, oh. I forgot. Oh. I'm trying to forget because it's the saddest thing ever. Calista's very proud of her skin, but she got some burns on whatever plane we just left. Calista uh, need
0: to be finding herself a temple and yeah, getting that she minor needs to restoration. Get some stuff
4: cleaned up and get her skin back to its pristine level. She's the only one in the group that passed on tattoos because she was not going to mar her skin in any Anyway. Oh, yeah, I forgot
1: to talk about all my scars <laughs> 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 missing fingers. Okay. I wouldn't
0: get a tattoo, but I got a brand. Alan Clark! Oh, yeah, we all have brands. Yeah, you guys, that's, yeah, you guys oh, yeah. do you still have those brands oh, yeah. on oh, your God. neck, which I think is kind of cool, but, oh. you know, whatever.
3: Yeah, Alan Clark, uh, I'm playing the Patches the Half Elf Rogue. Um, Patches is, he's, he's pale, he has pale skin, um, and he is bald, but not like he has no pattern baldness or anything, like it is very, he's kind of shaved his head, but a lot of times you don't, you don't see that because he's wearing a leather hood. Um, but full black leather armor, um, I have on my, again, covered up by my armor, but on my left pectoral muscle, I have a tattoo of a hyena, um, that is kind of doing, like, hyena things, (laughs) pretty much it. I have lots of new, like, bracelets and rings and things.
0: Perfect. Yeah, you have all these weird little trinkets, like that skull and stuff. Uh, I forgot to mention my moving tattoo. I have the Insane Clown Posse Hatchet Man throwing Faygo at people. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Who wants to talk about our sponsor? Me, because I need some
2: stuff from them. (laughs) (laughs) What's it like not to have dice, Caleb? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what it's like not to have dice from tabletop loot. Makes me real sad. Makes me sad as fuck. I sat at my desk the other day just crying. Well, I probably could have gone on their website and put in the uh the the offer code. Wait, what is it? Hit Dice Pod.
0: Where are we? I don't know.
2: <laughs> but
0: Put in the offer code Hit Dice Pod. Yeah. Get 15% off. Don't be like Caleb. Come yeah. on. Yeah.
2: Don't be like me. Actually have dice if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Don't be a dice fucking bum like Caleb. Get I on am. Tabletop Loot. Get a set of dice you love. We're going to cover 15% of it. It's simple, guys. Don't be stupid.
3: Arbol had an amazing last session with his tabletop loot until he got knocked the fuck out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were, <laughs> last session was like... But I got a natural 20 on my death saving throw. This the and ring. That's the ring that we all have That yeah, yeah. You guys it's all the council have of lords. <laughs> <laughs> You're representatives. <laughs> yep. It proves you as representatives of the council of lords oh, no. and Ravenspotters. Oh, no. Interesting time to bring that up. Nina, you want to try to recap this? Oh God, You're I thought I wasn't allowed yourself? to. Anymore. You're not redeem yourself. Um, um,
1: we were in a room. Me, we Arwen, well and
0: Patches. So far, so good.
1: <laughs> uh, we got locked in there by a giant that we did not know was there, and we were fighting a giant and two lizards and. We actually did it right.
4: Regular lizards. <laughs> two animals. Yes.
0: animals.
4: Little gecko, so. yeah. <laughs>
1: two animals. We stepped on
0: two lizards and demanded experience for it.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, we lit the room on fire. We did some damage to this giant. We did surprisingly okay. They busted through the door. A guy on a buffalo. Muscle pectorals a blazing. Um, <laughs> then we uh. found some stuff in some chests. We found one of those stones. Mm-hmm. Um, we went upstairs and there was a hydra, which was really cool. It had a lot of heads, and we fed it the giant body that we killed.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it was metal as fuck. It was pretty- you guys did some pretty metal shit that in the elemental stuff plane stuff. of fire. That
1: <laughs> that um, yeah. and so then we put the stone in that altar, and the whole entire tower lit back up on fire and it created this dimensional portal. And we, um, Um, even though we had our bracers on, managed to get through it, but now they are glowing red, and we need to do something about it.
0: Yeah, you guys were enslaved on the elemental plane of fire, and through the task that the Sultan's Vizier gave you all to search for this smoldering tower and find out why the fire wouldn't touch it, why the land became desecrated, you all (laughs) did solve what was wrong with it, but you also used it, and you guys, being the opportunists that you are, managed to... Use muster all of Patch's non-magical strength and make a connection back close to Raven's Bluff. You guys landed in a place that Arwul would recognize as Kalant. I
1: would recognize it too, I'm from here. I mean, I went to Thingus.
0: Okay, yeah, so you guys would both recognize Kalant. Kalant is a medium-sized city. It lies on both sides of the River Vesper. That's the river that cuts through it. It used to be a squalid and miserable city, the most wretched city around Dragon's Reach. The buildings here are largely built of gray stone, unremarkable in appearance and mostly dilapidated. They huddle close together with no parks, no trees, no other greenery. It's like an entire slum of a city. But the thing that kept it going were the shady practices that are always going on here. And people don't touch it because the people who are running those shady practices do not want anybody changing their systems. But thing is, Spark Spring set up here and being the innovators that they are, they are trying to turn the city for the better and maybe not necessarily change the crime syndicates that run this place, but make it a better place to live for the people who are there and to be innovators and to give the city a good name. Because uh, there are many gnomes that are that were forced from the woods because this is the vast which you guys are in is wild land still orcs roam and own most of it and smaller villages very often have to be refugees and go to these other cities. And so a lot of gnomes were forced out of their village and spark Spring was started many, many years ago. Or we would know this. Besides Thingus, this shining light on a hill for the city, it is dingy and miserable. and though these innovations are coming in and bringing different business into this city, it has a long way to go. And you all are standing over top of it. You are not in the city. You are overlooking it from uh, the hills at the bottom of the Earthspur Mountains.
1: I honestly like to spend as little time as possible in this town because people are horrible here, and they don't like me at all.
2: I dare say you can see Dingus Fox Springs nestled in the rolling hills of Colon. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> if we
4: can just make a beeline to the school. I feel like they can That's help us. So, with we shackles. need to find somebody who can get these shackles off or them. at least do you think a fire
3: them. elemental could take these off but you
2: gotta attune to it, yeah, we, gotta, it we, gotta, we gotta we need to sleep anyway, anyway. you gotta <laughs> I mean,
4: we've got room. we could probably take them, them off
0: with our arms uh, who needs <laughs> arms <now? laughs> nerds nerds who rolled dice that they got a tabletop loot for 15 percent off by entering the code hit dice pod at check out. let's go to
3: town get some sleep and then do some shopping
1: let's skip right let's go
3: through to town and thingus. go to thingus <laughs> you want
4: to go straight to thingus yes yeah god you i hate this sleep. i they're super bright red. We are being actively tracked at this moment.
3: I mean, I'm totally down. I mean, to we fingers. could bring the
4: rain of the
1: uh, plane of fire on this town because
3: I do. want Do to stop you them. think that he can track? Us with the with the bracers like through different. Uh, we, yeah, it not seems surprised. it seems
1: like they were pretty familiar with planes walking. Uh,
3: they yeah. do have access to a lot of portals. Yeah, okay. like some of the merchants let's fucking immediately see if we can deal with yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. Truth yeah.
1: is cool. yeah, need... Let's go hang out um, with the gnomies
0: yeah, yeah, let's go see the gnomies we'll Find the right like gnome and <laughs> Keep you. the gnome puns up, You're all sitting on the city, arguing at each other. Your arms feel heavy. There is an extra 30 pounds of weight in total at the mom's spaghetti. each. Yeah, mom spaghetti. Uh, each of your wrists still weighing you down. You, this light is. By the way, these aren't just red. There's, like, light emanating off of the runes that are on your wrists on these things. Let's go (laughs) to Thingus. Everyone down? Yeah, let's go to Thingus. So it is outside of these city walls. It does sit up near the Earthspur Mountains, and as you get to it, much of this is seeming disturbingly familiar to you guys because a lot of the buildings here are actually made out of brass and metal and gears, and it looks very similar to the buildings that were around the Charcoal Palace while you guys were all in the Elemental Plane of Fire. So maybe there's just that brief moment where the three of you, Guy, Callis, uh, in patches have not visited this school before. You're like, well, patches oh. has. Oh, patches has from Thingus.
3: Like, oh, that's how that's how we know each other. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Slamming some I've um, huh. probably I've been to most <laughs> cities, like most like well-known places. I've probably been to and okay. done something. You probably you have know. friends in Kalan. I may not even like remember details or anything, but I probably was there at some point, and people know of me.
0: So you guys do walk around this. You guys have buffalo. You don't have a wagon or anything. A hundred gold down the drain. What can you do, guy? Whatever. but you are back in the material plane somewhere that you guys are familiar. And as you were walking up to Thingus, you do see this almost like a palace. But it's made out of all these metals. And what's really interesting about Fingus is, is some of the buildings actually move. As these giant gears are turning, you can see these towers. And they don't spin like a like a ride at Disneyland or anything. But slowly, like a clock, you can just see them barely moving with the sun. And it seems like there are lenses up on the top of some that are doing something. There is a general bustle around this place. But as you all walk up, you would have no trouble entering the school grounds because you have a professor with you. Ah, we're home. That's so nice. You're standing in front of the school school, there are many towers around it. It is, it is close together, like the whole school is on one giant s- mechanical system. Yeah. Though there are many gnomes here, because gnomes are famous tinkerers, this school is not only a tinkering school though many tinkers are here this is a school of magic and as you guys walk in there are many other figures you see many people walking students probably professors and then just onlookers this is a much more welcoming school than it seems like kagerts ever was and as you all are walking into here you see a little gnome running down from one of these towers and he shouts to you all from the top of it professor carolyn Professor Galloway, is that you? It is, hey. From the top, and uh, you you look up, and you do recognize Seelrus up in his tower. That's my mentor. Um, hey, Sealrus! Oh, and he's like, oh, and Adelaide, I'll be just down. And then as he says this, his tower does collapse at the bottom just a bit, and his door comes to the bottom of this pathway that you guys are all on. A well put together gnome steps out. He has a fine-kempt red beard and hair. Basic robes hang down his small body, and as he comes over, you notice that his fingers are just covered in grease and grime, like someone who's been working on a car, and he smells the same. He smells uh, a lot like you guys did when you were on the elemental plane of fire and, like, car oil and grease. As he walks up to you all, he reaches his hand out to grab Arwol, and then he pulls it back really quickly, noticing his grimy, dirty and he's like, it's so good to see you, friends. It's so good to see you. Look, I have friends now. I made friends. This is truly incredible,
5: Adelaide. (laughs) I'm very proud of you.
0: We did some crazy shit, Professor.
5: It's been
1: crazy.
0: And he's looking you over, and he's like, I don't like your haircut.
1: Uh, I don't really like it either, but what can you do? It burnt off in the plane of
0: fire. Where? The plane of fire. Where have you? Uh, come in. Come in. All of you. <laughs> Speaking of which. <wits. laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, those are interesting. Uh, charged with, and he, he he's looking at them and just scratching his head that greases in his hair, and then he looks down and tries to wipe it out, and he's like, oh, charged on, with magic.
3: I'm taking my wand just press it to digitate him. Oh,
0: yeah. His hands are clean, and he's like, same as ever, Professor Garwin. Come inside. <laughs> and you all walk into this town, and as you do, you feel it like when you're in an elevator and it starts to move. This whole thing moves like an elevator, and it just seems like some weird privacy thing. So so that he, other people can't get into this place. Uh, he seems like a particular guy. You would know he is a particular guy, and he just walks you in there. Are all of these. Really interesting things. Some are minimal and silly, and it's just like music boxes and cuckoo clocks. But other things look really intricate and interesting. And you see multiple lenses, and they're switching as this tower spins to catch the light and to keep it on this crystal. This is a large room. I should also say, you guys walk up a few spiral stairs up to that window, but it overlooks most of the campus from up here. And there are really intricate machines in here too. There is a machine that looks like what we would know is a train, but it doesn't look exactly like that. It has, like, claws on it that seem like they could actually move and, like, this thing is some sort of motorized steam vehicle that is sitting in here. The steam is pouring out of it. There's grease coming out of the sides of it. There's just a lot of interesting sights, uh, and as you all come in here, he's like, I have some tea left, if, if you all would like. I'll uh, take some tea. All different ones. I'm not really... They they all... kinda It's a blend. They all get mixed together. I... Uh,
3: I don't think we have, don't have time, to time for tea. I think we it. need to get rid of the, the, at least get rid of the magic that's on these yeah. bracers and Yeah,
2: Professor, yeah, have you a... ever
0: seen something like this before? I've seen something like it before, I'm sure, but, uh, you want to give me some more specifics? They're uh, tracking uh, magic
2: on it. They can track These people
3: that yeah. are very powerful and shitty and, uh, Yeah, the Afreet from the Fire Realm enslaved us. We escaped, and now we have to get these off before they find us.
0: <sighs> it seems you have a points. lot to catch me up on. <laughs> a lot. Well, it will be a <laughs> lot easier to do
4: that when we're not getting um, potentially chased down by really evil, powerful people. Mm.
0: We send you off on goodwill missions uh, for the school and you come back being enslaved by the Afridi on the elemental plane of fire. Uh, <laughs> you, you, some things never change, <laughs> Professor Garrowin. Very true. <laughs> uh, so he does. He looks these over. We were taught by the best. <laughs> and as he looks at it, he pull. He does pull out a wand. Professor Fine Spindle is an engineer more than he is. A mage so he can he's going to look these things over he pulls it out and he pulls this wand out (laughs) and uh he 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 seems to use it somehow he does a very quick ritual and uh he's like oh intricate interesting Uh, a lot of fire magics in here uh something different things i haven't seen before i'd be interested in taking these off your hands
3: yeah well they make you resistant to fire immune to fire and you want to Remove them. They're, well, they're, heavy, they're, tracking tracking us. Us. they're heavy and they're tracking us. Yes, we want to get them off pretty quickly.
0: They're well, I can small. I can remove I can remove these from you completely over the course of the next two days, and there will be no magic left in them. Or if you guys are in no hurry, I could take two weeks and I could make something so you could wear them when they are useful. You think we have two weeks before they find us and kill us all. We're pretty well protected here. We've got to get
4: back though,
1: right? I...
3: I personally would like to get rid of the magic and then leave this town completely because that's where they'll see that we were last.
1: We've, we have our big our big overarching story mission to accomplish.
3: It's true. We have uh-huh. to get back to the council. Um, I like stay... the idea of having bracer's that make me immune to into fire.
0: Do we have to yeah. stay with them the entire time? Well, I, I can't very well uh, work on them if they're around your wrist and you're not here. Right. <laughs>
3: I mean, it could be useful so I mean, in the
0: able for fighting off. dragons. Do you?
1: Do, does anyone here? Do you know if any of the professors know a spell where we can be shielded from scrying magic?
3: Yeah. Um, where's the obturation professor? Is he in? What do you
2: guys there? really want to be walking around with thirty pounds of extra weight on you all the time? Fair, I don't.
3: No, but I mean to just have them, and if we need them, put them on is what he was saying he could do in two weeks. So what do we want to do? Well, let's go talk to Netflink and see, see if we can at least be shielded from being tracked for the moment. It'd be cool if and then could we can get off, take and a then rest,
2: let him fuck with them, and if we want to use them at mm-hmm. some point, maybe come back for him. But I think it'd be a good idea to. To get the magic taken off of them and also off our wrists, because I kind of don't want to be tracked at all. I think they are kind of encumbered and shitty. I definitely
3: they're don't want to be tracked, and shitty.
1: Yeah, and I mean, they would have seen this is where we were.
3: I don't want you know? to bring trouble, I mean, I mean, Yeah, we're technically putting things in, in danger by being here I at mean, all. we're okay with it, for yeah. the most part, but yes.
2: Let's leave these bracers here, let the afridi
3: come and burn this fucker down, and <laughs> there then we yeah. go. That's true. I mean, we should... We, we should plant we should, them
4: somewhere that really needs to We need to get to, to the Council to of
3: help. Lords, also. We're going to go talk to Nipflink. And okay. then...
4: The fast <laughs> removal. Fast removal, method.
3: and then the fast removal.
4: Well, we need to see if Nipflink can maybe shield us while even that is going on, because yeah. I feel like even mm. two days is too much.
0: Oh, oh, you, you want to go see uh, Nipflink? I... Or can you call him here? Or... See her. No, no, Professor Professor, Professor Thistlehouse, I'm sure we'll be able to take care of you. It's, it's an unfortunate waste of very intricate magic, though. I agree, but we have a mission? Perhaps. And we're being tracked. It's not safe. Uh, and, and how readily available were these things on the plane of fire? Pretty, Pretty, available. Really Pretty
3: available. Everybody yeah. who's everybody has them. them and there's lots of enslaved Getting people, out so. with
0: them is a bit more of a complication a trading city if i understand it uh perhaps i could buy some for myself i'll need to i'll need to save up to get the material components for the travel and i'll need to save up for here, where's the oh yes sorry uh, <laughs> uh yes Knitflink. um professor Thistlehouse is here of course she's on campus in her regular building cool. you know her she likes it a little more plain than i do i like the moving buildings i like to anyway anyway sorry sorry you guys all go you go and as you feel the tower start to descend once more, you can feel your stomachs just drop a little bit like you're in an elevator again. Uh, and he's like, um, if you change your minds, you know, which you should, because the, you can make a lot of money off of those. Maybe two weeks isn't so bad. Let's see if she can shield us somehow.
3: Yeah, that's what I totally want to see. So I guess we make our way over to Thistle Houses.
0: So you guys, you you, you do walk across this campus. Uh, Professor Garwin. you were noticed by some of the students that are here, though none of them are yours. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> but uh, they, they are respectful <laughs> for you. They do say, they say good afternoon. Professor Garwin as you all are walking by. Many students are just saying these polite courtesies to you. They're all looking at Adelaide, but nobody seems to be paying her the same courtesies. But as you walk across this campus over the course of about 15 minutes, you do come to a plain building. In the middle of this campus, it looks simple and it looks practical and it looks very different from everything else that is here. But you would know that this is Professor Thistlehouse's office.
3: Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna knock on the door.
0: Yeah, of course. And you hear a small voice from inside. She goes, Come in. I'm like, Niflink, how are you? Professor Garwin. Uh, last person I expected to see at my door. <laughs> uh, who are your friends? I go around. And um, right. she goes, Adelaide. Hey, good to see you. <laughs> uh, this professor, she has really pretty white hair that is over her. It's a milky, creamy white. Her ears are really large, and she wears a big robe over her clothes that seem to be really tight-fitting underneath it. The sleeves don't go all the way down. They stop like a short sleeve, and they hang low here. There is a ring that pulls all those cloths together in the front of this. She has goggles at her side, and she her hands are gloved right now as you guys walk in. Uh, she just looks up to all of you. She has these bright, really pretty, big, green eyes, and she's just looking over and asking you who your friends are, and what what you're doing here.
3: This is Patchett, this is Callista, and this is Guy on Buffalo. Oh, hey.
0: <laughs> ah, I guess B- Buffalo's here with you guys. <laughs> She's like, um, yeah, uh, your, your big friend can stay out there. Yeah, Buffalo can stay out there. Great, come in, make yourselves at home. She has, it's much more like an office in here and less like a workshop as you all walk in. She has plush sofas, she has stocked bookshelves. Her desk is very neat in front of all of you. There are many books and scrolls in cubbies behind her where she sits, uh, what can I help you with?
3: We need to not be tracked, and I hold up my bracers and be like, um, some bad people put these on us, and they're tracking us. We need to not be found. Hmm.
0: Well, maybe I could try
3: to dispel the magic on them, but... Where are they from? How were they made? Um, not positive how they were made, but um, they're definitely magic and from the elemental fire plane. Interesting. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? A lot. Oh,
1: you know, a little bit of this, a little bit I'll of that. I'll have to catch
3: up everyone later, but this needs to be the uh, I
0: understand. It's urgent. Uh, we're, there's work to be done, and there's other things to attend to. I could... I have some scrolls. I could cast spell magic on two of them myself, but that would leave three up... Uh, I have some spell scrolls that you all could possibly buy off of me, but...
2: Yeah, that's, fine. that's fine. How much Maybe. are they?
0: Oh, I, we can negotiate. Um, how much are they, first of all? Uh, for a professor, uh, I suppose that I didn't make these and they aren't provided by the school, but uh, as you know, supplies are supplies and I had to pay to get them here. With the teacher's discount, I think that 200 gold pieces should cover it easily. All of them? Yeah, to dispel all of the magics.
1: How about
0: I roll persuasion? and I say I'm sure that there's something we
2: can work out. And I rel- I pull my <laughs> my big muscle out. I roll seventeen. <laughs> the price 17. Has totally gone up. I try to seduce her. I'm very handsome.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. You see her her little white. Uh, Is she she's really sp- old? No, she's uh she's she's younger. I mean, she's not like. Nums live a while, but yeah. Yeah, they live a while. She looks young. Nice. Um, but she, her cheeks do flush. She has this porcelain-like skin, not white like Callistas, but still fair. Yeah. Uh, you can see you, you can see her cheeks flush as you say this. And uh, she just says, perhaps I could do it for 150 but...
1: I can also trade you. I have a spell of climbing. That might come in helpful. Oh, yeah. I can trade you for a potion of climbing.
0: Also, also, I have this really cool
3: silver skull that is just a silver <laughs> skull. Also, I have this really amazing Thunder Orchid. Yeah, she definitely perks up to that. Yeah.
0: She's like, uh, oh, let me see that. Yeah, and I pull it out of my pack. Yeah, and she's like, kind of like, these an- are hard to find. Very. They only grow in really strange places. Do you all know about these? Yeah, tell us about it. They they only grow in really strange places, and they grow in underwater caves, and they are they are laden with magic. Uh, the earth elements and the water elements all being in one place and being able to grow this plant, without any sunlight. Uh, pretty incredible, actually. it should just be a fair trade for the Dispel Magic. Ooh. Uh, it's not. These are rare. These are rare, but <laughs> so are Scrolls of Dispel Magic. How about this? I'll take the Thunder Orchid. You'll put your shirt back on. And <laughs> I'll take a hundred gold pieces. Okay. Yeah.
3: Everyone, uh, everyone want to give 20 gold? Yeah. I don't have 20 gold. I'll give I don't think gold I do either. either. I have 12 gold pieces. I bought dinner, so. Uh, you right. did buy dinner. You <laughs> need to start
1: stealing more shit. And as <laughs> i
3: put my shirt back on. I'm like, just steal useful shit. I saw you trying to do how much are you putting? I'll in. I'll do 40. I mean, all of us could do 25. Do <laughs> you want to do 40? <laughs> my eyes are up here. <laughs> okay, you do 40? <laughs>
0: I don't think I have 20. You have like 17 gold. I'll do 40. That's why I want to go hunt creatures. You're welcome, you guys. So she does, she places these two scrolls out on her, on her desk, and she asks the, the three newbies, Guy, Adelaide, and Patches, to lay their bracers on top of these scrolls. And as you lay your bracers on top of these scrolls, it, uh dispels the magic. As far as you can tell, the runes at least are no longer lit up. Um, And then she casts it. She actually casts it herself on Arvel and Adelaide. Before she does it on me,
3: um, I want to do something with my red corundum. I don't know where to put it. Um, Give it to me, please. um, I'm going to give it to you, but I would still suggest taking my metal glove or something.
4: I'll just set it down for now.
3: I'm going to let Netflix know we have a really powerful elemental stone of fire. Mm -hmm. Um, Because face it, we're hoarders. Is there a space here that's you would prefer me to put it. I would
0: prefer you didn't put that anywhere, and Um, if I had dispelled your bracers, you would have died. I know. Um, So I'm
3: going to say I'll be back, and I'm going to go talk to Venris again and see if there's a, like a candle
0: or, like, sorry, sorry, or, or like a
3: box we can put it in yeah some kind of
0: metal something that we can put it in so the four yeah. of you have these weights <laughs> on your wrists that yeah. don't seem to have any magic in them our walls still are glowing as you are the one who is holding this red corundum you guys go back over to Sealer's fine spindle his tower door is back above the ground you cannot just enter this I'm gonna yell professor <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh Silurus
3: I need back in um you'll you see, love this you see his red beard <laughs> poke over the side and he's just like you want to see something really cool? I knew that would work him. He's like you, you won't you
0: won't you seriously should stop teasing me. <laughs> uh, like, I, You'll love this. Ah! And he, his head goes back in the building and the thing comes back down and he's at the stairs and he's like come in then. It's a pleasure to see you Professor Garwin but I do not have time for games today. Oh no you're going to love this and I'm going to reach in my back,
3: or backpack and pull out the red crundum and be like this is an elemental stone of fire. And he's like I know what it is Professor uh, Gerwin. We need to store it. Somewhere. I don't have anywhere you
0: can store it. Okay, I'm going to have to keep my bracers on. I could n- make something, but yeah, I don't have the components here. Not by any means. Those are expensive. Hard to find. Um, Is
4: it beyond Callista's yeah. fire resistance?
0: Did you do identify on it?
4: Yeah. We did. Because you found out that we it cast did, the you elemental. did, it a ritual.
0: did yeah. you ritual. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would it would absolutely kill Callista, too. Okay. Yeah. Without fire immunity, this thing would burn up anything it touches. Immunity. Um, well...
3: Would you see about making something? Because we need to store this somewhere. If 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 you all are willing to go find the components, <sighs> but think about using its energy for like your kilns, your magics, your oh, we you can be... leave it
0: here with me. we're not. leaving
3: it. it. No, Take possibly, it. Yeah. but like we're taking it back to people. Like that's at the what Raven's they asked us to
4: do. Yeah. Okay. Though I have my concerns about that. That we need to talk about it. Sometime. I know.
3: Me too. I'm. Um. I think it's safer at Thingus personally, but
4: yeah. Also,
1: we can leave the magic in your bracers and just have a non-detection spell.
3: We can go back to, um, we can go, (laughs) (laughs) um... We're not with you, right? No, no, I I not want walk back and forth a bunch yeah, of time. Yeah. We could talk to Nippling and see if so you can do that uh, magic aura spell or whatever, where it just changes how things read. I don't know if that works, but I think it's a good These chance.
0: braces will now send the freebie to P.F. Changs. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, would that interact with the scrying spell at all? No, the way that things read is like a type. So if something read as undead, you could make it read as celestial or something like that. It doesn't change the way things literally read.
1: Non-detection, though. We could have a non-detection. Maybe we need to go to Kaggart, Stephen.
3: <laughs> I have a stand that can talk to Kaggart's.
1: No offense, Professor. Uh, I'm
0: standing right here! <laughs>
1: <laughs> no um, offense, Professor, but you're useless.
3: <laughs> oh. Well, we need to figure out what we're going to do. All right, well, y'all four don't have your brace. They're inert, right?
1: Just, we got to go to a blacksmith or something to get these things off. Mm-hmm. We I might mean, have to go into town. Oh, I hate town. Y'all
3: should have just kept them working at this point.
1: Mm.
3: At least you had fire immunity. Well, Cause they're going to track me. <laughs> They Might track you. That's true.
2: I want to get these things pulled off and then sell it, fuckers. Aren't they gold? They're brass.
3: Mm. <laughs> um, that means they're pretty pliable. Is I mean, Volva
0: still with us? Yeah, Volva is still with <laughs> you guys. She's been running back and forth between <laughs> <laughs> these professors. Um, totally. She still uh, seems like she's in a great amount of shock, and she's right. just like. You've
1: been a slave for a while in the Plane of Fire. Did you ever see these
0: removed from a slave? Y- yes, of course. Um, m- m- many slaves were never freed. yeah, uh, Afridi, they're, they're spiteful slavers. But I uh, saw so many removed. It's just something that they are able to do. It's their natural abilities. They can control fire. They are fire. Now it's
3: just brass. We can go to the yeah. blacksmith and yeah, get it's, it's easy, come off easy. We can do that here at yeah. ger, I think it's. Um, I'm gonna ask Loris. Sorry, we're just deciding what to do here. Um, do you think you'll be able to just like cut off some
0: brass bracers? Oh um Or like melt through them or something? I, I'm I'm no not on your wrist, not as tight as those are. I am not a pinpoint blacksmith or anything, you you see. I'm I'm a fine engineer, but yeah. I can try. But I can't promise the best results. Sounds like we should go
1: to Ravens Bluff. I mean we could go to Gondor okay. We can just go to
0: Ravens Bluff love.
3: then. Let's all take a rest.
0: Yeah. Just let's just all use like the potions of
3: diminishment. Oh wait, no, that would shrink with us.
0: Yeah. <laughs> fuck we're <laughs> like fuck <fire. laughs>
3: <laughs> Um... Cool. Let's all just go get a nice sleep and then talk about it, what we're going to do tomorrow.
1: We could take potions of fire resistance and then burn them off us. Do, so if I were to drink a potion of fire resistance and have a metal bracer, would it also get fire resistance?
0: Also, fire resistance is half damage, so you would also take damage. There's got to be somebody out there that can just, like, cut these off precision Thunder Thundershot.
1: Wise. He's, a, he's yeah, the best he's really talented.
0: Oh,
3: Thunderdick, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Thunderdick.
3: Thunder dick. <laughs> <Dunder> dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, dick. Well, cool. Then yeah, yeah let's, let's I'm gonna go. arrange uh, rooms for everyone. Okay. Um, you guys are then, staying here overnight. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep the spell scroll for to spell magic.
1: Uh, did you want to do non-detection? How much would? Do you have a I'm non-detection scroll? Out.
0: Are you are you asking? Non-detection? Yeah. Is it okay? You asking Seelris?
1: No, I, w- I was gonna ask the. You lady. Guys are going
0: back. So oh, well, she's there. No, I,
1: yeah. I was I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the only one supposed- there. Thistle oh, you house. guys stayed at Thistle House's? Yeah. Office. Thistle House, do you have a scroll of non-detection or anything like
0: that? I do not. Uh, and even if I did, you all, have, no offense, bled me dry, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry to hear of the affairs you all have gotten into, and you're always welcome at Thingus Sparkspring, but your problems are your own to a certain extent. You got yourselves into this. Surely you can get yourselves out.
1: Yeah, I'll bring you some more scrolls. You don't have to whine about it.
0: (laughs) But also thank you. Not whining, just not running a charity. Uh, now if you all are done... (laughs) Yes, thank you. Let's
1: sleep for the night.
0: I'm gonna thank
3: Silurus, um, and be like, I might be in touch again to see what we can do. Okay, yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, yes, and if you decide to let me make those more usable, I'd like that very much. Um, I mean, if I'm around, yeah, then absolutely, I would love you to take a closer look. But we'll be in touch, for sure. Thank you. I'm going to go meet y'all. We're going to find a room.
1: Sleep and then head
0: to Raven's yeah. Bluff. Cool. There are certainly quarters where you all can stay. So, you guys, you get a long rest. It's so nice. Ah,
5: ah One a me. warm bed.
0: Oh, I'm going to attune, for sure. To the stone. Adelaide. Yes. As you sleep, you have... A very disturbing dream. You have a dream where you are weak and small and alone, and these giant icy hands are coming over your body, and they're folding over you. And you wake up still hearing the voice that was talking to you throughout this entire dream, and you hear it loud, and you hear it clearly in this room. You hear it ring out over this room. A sacrifice. As you wake up from this sleep just sweating. You were in this room with everyone. There are beds for everyone in this same exact room. Everyone else seems to still be asleep, but Adelaide, you're sitting straight up in this bed, sweating, hearing this icy voice echoing in your head as you wake up, and all it says to you is a sacrifice.
1: I think it's about time to give some more flesh. Oh, she already has half my ear and a finger. I think it's time for a pinky toe. There you go. I'm really rattled by that, and I start to think about what life would be like now without my power, and I look at all my friends sleeping quietly and soundly, and I know that I can't protect them unless I have this power, and if it's going to need this from me, I think for the first time in my life, I want to willingly give it. So I want to go into the bathroom and have, like, some band-aids ready.
0: Okay, some (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) band-aids You are you. You were going to cut off your pinky to know.
1: toe. I'll, I'll wake you up and I'll tell you what I'm going to do and explain it to you, and say uh, I just might need you to. Uh,
3: I'll help go ahead really. and get my stuff out to like see about sewing you up and.
1: That yeah. is tender.
3: That is tender. Uh, I say that's. It sounds crazy, but I respect. Your
1: and choice. don't tell anyone about it. It's just that's, between you and me. Okay,
3: that's fine with me. Let's do this. I'm gonna pull out like yeah, little needle and thread and stuff from <laughs> my tinkers kit and stuff. <laughs> Here we go.
0: I hold how your do you, How do you cut your toe off?
2: <laughs>
1: I summon a dagger.
0: Nothing appears in your hand.
1: Damn it. Um, Would you like
0: my knife? I guess
1: I you pull out a knife and cauterize it with fire. Okay. First. With like a Light candle. Light a little or something. fire and just, yeah, with, okay. uh, with over a candle, I cauterize it and I take a deep breath and uh, I hold my toes back. And, like,
3: <laughs> and I like have one eye
0: closed, but I'm like looking other with like oh, <laughs> She's getting curiosity. She's like, should do it? Stop it! Okay, you take 15 points of slashing damage as you cut your pinky toe off. Oh,
1: I should have. I was gonna. I'll cast blade ward before I do it, so I'll take.
0: Yeah, you get to cast blade ward and nothing happens. Oh
1: frick! That's right. Okay, <laughs> um, 15.
0: <sighs> Ouchie.
1: I'm bleeding off. Yeah, there's blood like squirting out of your nasty
0: little pinky toe. And as this is happening, Arwol goes to patch it up, and then you like close your eyes as you cut this toe. And as you open them, you realize that there are eyes looking at you all around this room and that you are in it alone. The candles have gone out and there's a woman standing in front of you. She is beautiful. She wears this blue silk-like substance that's flowing over her. You can see through her clothing completely, though. Her skin is icy. Her hair is blue. And her lips look like she's been lost out in the tundra for millennia. She walks up to you and she says, Thy lady requires more sacrifice. Your small offerings mean nothing to her. It's the time you sent her something of worth to you or a life of someone else's. Thy lady does not answer to toes and fingers. Thy lady responds to true offerings. Cut off your butt. No,
1: I don't think it has anything to do with me. I think you have
3: to sacrifice another, well, sorry, metagaming. Is she still in front of
0: me, but she's like, away? She's like, yeah, you see Adelaide there, but she's dazed. I'm rolling
3: medicine and working on her
0: toe. You maybe think she's just in shock or something from cutting her own toe off. With a 14, you are able to stop the bleeding at least.
1: I don't know what that means. What more do you want from me?
0: You have killed many things and offered none to thy lady. Your powers that you kill things with are only because of her. You borrow them from her and you offer her nothing.
1: Everything I do, I do for her. You are so simple.
0: It's so simple. How do you not understand this?
1: What, Do I need to say a prayer every time I kill something?
0: With that, she says, if you must. And she fades back, and all of those eyes that are open around this room close, and the light comes back, and then this searing pain is present in your foot, and Arwell's like, stitching the thing up.
1: Well, I still don't, can I try to summon a dagger? You can try. If nothing happens? Nothing happens. Damn it didn't work. That sucks. It does not.
0: <laughs> try to sew her toe back
3: on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, try. It's like crooked.
3: i would love to try to sew her toe back on. No, no it's you can't fine. sew her toe back on. I don't need a toe,
1: it's fine. But I do know what I have to do now. What do you have to do? Uh, I have to be more respectful to my lady. When I kill things, it has to be for her. Everything I do, I do for her. Say
2: a little before
3: you. Forever, forever, yeah. do what you yeah. to totally. yeah. totally. Thank you for your help, I, you. I appreciate yeah. it yeah. Absolutely, I won't tell anyone But you can't use your powers?
1: No, no powers
3: Until you kill something with your bare hands And then offer it?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: God! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sure Thundershot will have a weapon for me I
3: can use We got it, we can do this
1: Yeah. Can I lay back in bed and take a short rest And use some submit does?
0: I mean, you, you, you won't get the effects of a long rest so like you're okay oh because you cut your toe off yeah. no <laughs> <laughs> as this happens you're walking back in the room arwell you were maybe holding adelaide's arm over you as she's limping and there is all of this blood in the floor. As uh, you guys are getting up, you see a small red dot appear in the center of the room where all of you guys are. And as this is appearing, this bright light begins to flash. And Arwell, you see a figure running toward you from the window and really quickly it throws a cloak over you. And this cat-like woman is standing beside you as she's throwing this cloak over you. I'm going to try to get out. You're not gonna. You're not gonna let her throw this cloak. You're gonna try to get away from this her. Cat lady? Do I know this? Guy? She's cat running at you and trying to throw something over you. I'm definitely gonna step back at least. Yeah. So make a dexterity uh, okay. saving throw for me. Natural 20. Really, yeah, so she goes to throw this cloak over you, and as she goes to throw this cloak over you, you, you duck under it, and you're able to look up at her, and as you're looking up at her, this bright white flash <laughs> appears in the middle of this room, and from it, there is an Afridi guard. This bright white light is glowing off of him. It There is just one. It stands in the room, and it is loud enough to wake everyone up, and as you guys are waking up, you see this Afridi with its sword, and it's just waving its hand over it, and that sword begins to glow like molten steel and he speaks out to all of you and says, time to go back home. And as he says this, the a slender cat-like humanoid stands lazily before you. Even though her movements are quick, she just has this really relaxed posture about her. With, with her movement as she's coming toward you, you can tell just how graceful she is. She wears a leather cap that her big cat ears stick up and out of, and her coat looks very similar to a leopard's. And even though she's moving quickly, her eyes seem to be half-closed and sleepy. And as she looks over to this Afridi guard that is standing in the middle of the room. She looks at you, and she just says, Fool, you should have let me put the cloak on you. She pulls a crossbow off of her back and aims it at the guy, and just pulls the trigger on that thing, and this bolt f- sails across the room. She gets a surprise attack on him, and you guys are all gonna roll for initiative. Uh, no one is in their armor, so, uh, you guys are armorless right now in the middle of this room with this Afridi guard. Uh, I, I recognize her as the... Bola is here. Cool. What I recognize her as the tabaxi from... Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, she's a tabaxi from the Thieves Guild. Um, you would likely know that the Thieves Guild is located in Kalam.
2: I got
1: a nat 20. This yeah. nat 20 brought to you by Tabletop Loot. Neat. You can go on their website and get 15% off, and then you can roll nat 20s like me.
2: I've rolled my 90th 11 today, but that's the 14. Thank
1: you for helping me cut off my 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you some time. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Any no, time, any time. This this Catwoman that you all recognize gets this surprise attack off. Just releases this bolt, drops the crossbow to the ground, and then pulls two daggers out from her waist. This bolt, uh, oh, it does hit this afridi, and as it hits, even though it's metal, as this hits this armor, you can see the bolt start to melt as it's just sitting in this thing's armor. What did you guys all roll for initiative? Guy? 14. Mm-hmm. Arwol. 17. Uh-huh. Patches? 18. Okay. Callista. 7. 7. And Adelaide? Nat 20. You get a star yeah. by your name. Yay! Yay. It's crazy that
3: lady was just in the room with us.
0: She, like, teleported, though. Nope. She did not. Oh. She rolled a natural 20 on stealth. Yeah, Maybe Guy will finally turn something into a crab today.
2: These so
3: are my I, can't. I would love for the sorcery to turn into a. Crab. <laughs> I roll one oh, that'd 20, be
0: so like cool!
3: six months,
2: uh, <laughs> I accidentally hit the cat up, <laughs> and she turns into um, a crab.
1: <laughs> so my adrenaline is pumping from cutting off my own toe, and <laughs> I'm ready for this. I see, I see this Catwoman come in. I hear. This guy come in, and I realize that none of my power is going to come to me. I need to kill this thing. I've been just given an opportunity right now. So I run into the room, and I shout, save the last blow for me, and run to my bed and grab my quarterstaff. Okay. And can I, with a nat 20, also hit? Yep. Grab my quarterstaff. Save the last blow blow for me. And I smack (laughs) him in the
4: face. (laughs) And
0: Efreeti shows up. What do you do? I That's... hit it in the face with a stick. That's a 12 to hit. Oh, uh, that does not hit. oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Patches is up. Barbel's on deck.
3: I am going to crouch down um, on the other side of one of the beds. So the Efreet guy is in the middle of the room and I'm like on one of the beds toward the wall. And I'm just crouching behind it and I'm going to uh, sneak attack with my short bow. That is a 24. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Four, nine damage
0: nine damage okay yep
3: I'm gonna just try to stay hidden okay that's a 19 for stealth
0: got it our rules up guys on deck um, buffalo's not here with you now he's outside tied up yeah
3: we're not going fucking back and I'm going to cast mind spike on him yeah it's just a wisdom saving throw
0: okay that's a mod 20
3: yeah he saves so he takes half ten damage
0: so in total, so
3: five. It sucks. I'm going to go back around the
0: side of the doorway so he can't see me. Guy, you are up. Calista, you will eventually be on deck. I think there's
2: five feet in front of me, or between me and the guy. So if that would mean if I move, I'm not going to take an attack of opportunity.
0: Right. As long as you don't move right beside one of his threatened squares. Yeah.
2: So I'm going to move back here so I'm not rolling disadvantage with a with releasing a bolt. Okay. An arrow into his testicles. <gasps> It hits. 18 plus 8. 26. Eight. Yeah. Okay, roll Nine, them damage. Eight.
0: Six. Six damage. Got Even it. That's a crab. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. And eight. as this is happening, he takes a step toward all of you. Adelaide gets 17. An t- yeah, Adelaide gets an attack of opportunity that does hit. Punch it, I kick him in the knee as he's walking by. Okay, you want to roll your a D4? Minus one. Three. <laughs> Three. Okay. That's my good foot. <laughs> and Adelaide are still in the bathroom a bit. And. No, no, it's Adelaide's me mother. and Adelaide the tabaxi. Oh, yeah, Adelaide's out. Sorry. The tabaxi and Arwol are in the bathroom a bit. And so his guy, as this is happening, the Euphredi looks to Arwol and says, you're coming back with he me. me right? He walks over and he is talking to Arwol, whether okay. or not he can okay, see okay, you. Okay. And he says, you're coming with me. And he reaches behind him. And as he does, this wall of fire just separates him from the rest of everyone else in this room. He it- casts a Diablo 2 spell called Firewall. <laughs> That's also what it's called in Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. So- <laughs> oh my
2: god, this whole time we've just been playing Diablo 2!
0: <laughs> So this wall of fire erupts and everyone on the other side of it, you cannot see through it. It is a solid wall of flame and it is starting to lick at the beds and the walls in this place as this fire is just burning through what? all of it. This floor are we on? You guys are like three floors up. And then... Yeah. And then this slender cat-like woman comes over and with it, she just plunges this dagger into him. It does not seem to have a whole lot of effect. This, The armor on this Afridi is just like all of the guards that you saw in the city. It is heavy armor. And on top of that heavy armor, its it almost reaches the ceiling. This thing towers above all of you. And her dagger just glances off and does not seem to be very effective is
4: up. Lista stretches and wakes
3: up. <laughs> oh, what
0: the fuck? Just What's happening? Why is there a
3: fire? Everywhere? This
4: is Jesus not Christ. how I wanted to wake up today,
3: guys.
4: <laughs> this is terrible. Um, I see the wall of fire, and I saw him step there and then do that, so I know we couldn't have gone too far, mm-hmm. and I have my fire resistance from being a tiefling. Okay. So I'm actually going to walk through the wall of fire.
0: Okay, you are still going to take damage. Hop on the next bit. Are, yeah, I take yeah, half, that. right? Yeah, you'll take half the damage as you walk through this mm-hmm. wall of fire. Walk
1: through that burning wall of
0: fire. <laughs> a level yeah. four buffalo First, can burns, fly. Yes, yeah, yeah, so Stab so and a freedy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. As you walk through this wall of fire, you are going to take nine fire damage as uh, as you walk to the other side of this. Calista comes through it, seeming unsinged. Her clothes are worse for wear. A pajamas a little <laughs> singed. Yeah, yeah, your silk pajamas are a little singed. Let's see you take the nine damage. Yep,
4: and I grabbed my sword on the way through. Okay. And I'm gonna short sword at this guy. And he's flight so I get advantage.
2: That's right. Hashtag Excellent. naked fight.
4: <laughs> it's a very, very demure night <laughs>
0: I'm oh, butt boy, naked. Lace
2: up
4: to my chin. <laughs> Dude,
0: it rails. burns off, and there was another turtleneck underneath it. Yeah, yeah.
4: Basically.
2: <laughs> I'm completely naked and just like sweating, just glistening in the <laughs> firewall. <laughs> it's weird. I've never played a muscular character.
4: Sixteen.
0: Uh, Sixteen does not hit. Boo! I slash ineffectively at yes. the 3D. Pretty good AC. Pretty, pretty good. Adelaide is up. Patches is on deck.
1: Fuck! Got no power. What a time to abandon me, you bitch, but I love you. Love my girl.
0: Adelaide's talking to herself and really <laughs> struggling on She's the having other an side existential
1: crisis. I mean, <laughs> I can't go through this wall of fire. I only have 15 health. Um, I'm going to try to
0: I guess I should point out, just so you guys don't think I forgot her, Volna is not doing anything yeah. right now. She's just looking um, petrified and standing in the room. Um, <laughs> so
1: I run through the room from my bed with my quarter staff. I throw it out the window, and I hop up. Um, I'm going to chug my potion of climbing and scale out the window. Oh! And yeah. scale and jump into
0: the other yeah, window. So, so good. Adelaide <laughs> chugs this potion, throws her staff you, in one hand. You can't give these things to me. You can't give me potions of <laughs> climbing. You're like eh, coming across that, and you are now in the bathroom with Arwol. I'll be like, Professor, thank
1: God, I'll protect you. And then I think that's all I can really do. I can't. Okay. I can't. That's it's, a, it's an
0: action right? to yeah. drink this potion. Yep, yeah. uh, Patches is up. Arwol's on deck, so I'm on the other side of
3: the firewall from the a free. I can see where he is, though. Like, I can see what's happening. You'll get disadvantage
0: on any attacks. You just saw me. It's, it's, on it's on like a, a solid wall I think of it, fire. Give him death, sneaky snake. I do not hit him. Uh, are you like losing a bolt with your short bow listen to arrow with your short bow yes okay you gotta see this arrow just come through on fire through this wall. Uh, it doesn't hit. Uh, maybe it does. There's a lot of people and an arrow flying across this room. It is going to hit this cat woman. Just this arrow hits her right in the shoulder. It is on fire, and she breaks the end off of it, and she hisses out as this arrow hits her. She does scream out as this ha- arrow hits her, and she's like, what are you doing? Leave! As she's looking at you. Uh, and she just turns back around as she's looking at this thing. I'm going to
3: go t- just across the room from where I am and hide behind... A different bed.
0: Okay, you're hiding with Volna now.
3: Yes. (laughs) Okay. I rolled a four, which would be a 12. Oh, holla.
0: She's like blatantly staring at you. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Pat just hides really well, but she's like talking to you and looking at you. And so you're like, shut the fuck up, bitch. But uh, she's like obviously shaken. while you were up.
3: I can't just leave.
1: You can hop on my back and I'll scale you down the wall.
3: You need to put on that goddamn cloak. I don't think that's going to do anything now. He knows... I'm just saying. Maybe it's magic.
1: <laughs> Maybe it's magic. You don't know.
3: I don't think a cloak can do anything. It's a cloak um, it turns you into a fire giant.
1: Where is the cloak?
3: Yeah, I'm going to be like, how do you propose I leave? And I'm going to say that to her, and then that I'm going to cast... Do I have, like, access to him through these two people? Well, gnomes can... Stand on the wizard. same spots as other people. Yeah, you're small. I'm going to pull out my dispel magic scroll and get rid of the
0: wall of fire. Cool. I like that. <laughs> I'll give you inspiration for that. Uh, so this wall of fire just—you guys see—the scroll is gone now, and everyone is standing there. This cat woman is standing, and this just bleeding from her shoulder where this arrow is sticking out. Patches. You—you uh, you guys. The room is open once more. You can see this Afridi plainly. He stands confidently. Unshaken in front of all of you, his head almost touching the ceiling here. He has not even actually made an attack yet. Guy, you were up. There is
2: a window directly behind me. You know that move where you like grab people by the, really the dick and balls and the shoulder and you roll on your back and throw them <laughs> over you? I'd like to attempt to do that and throw him out the window.
0: Or oh, No, the oh, bad that guy. guy. Okay. Uh, roll, a, roll a strength check for me. It is a 15. As you grab this guy, he grabs you and just shoves you back and out the window very easily. Like, nothing, like, you were unable to phase this at all, and as you grabbed him, you realized just how much power was behind this creature. You thought that maybe it'd just be, like, a larger humanoid, but there's some other kind of power coming from this guy. You don't, like, as you grab him, it doesn't even move his feet, and he just shoves you out the window. Can I try to catch the window? Yeah, sure, you can try to catch the window. Ah! So, Guy would have taken the bludgeoning damage, but as he pushes you, you're like, oh, fuck it. you just grab the outside of this window, and as you look down, you see Buffalo looking at you very worried. Uh, oh. Tied up to the front door of this place, but Guy is hanging from this window on the outside of this room with it's the fucking natural really 20. Uh, your bow is laying in front of you, however, to catch the window. You would have had to drop it to catch him or anything. You would have had time to be like, oh, hang room? on a second. Yeah, it's in the room. Oh. It's not, like, on the ground or anything. The Crustacean bow's lying on the floor. Anything else, Guy? You
2: could have turned that into a crab.
0: Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can uh, roll the next 20
2: i'll be fine am i able to try to crawl in with movement
0: mm, no okay then i'll just hang there because you would need to make another check to like yeah, get your fine. bearings and pull yourself I'll up and so it is the 3 turn and as he is standing here he just says you were coming back with me whether you like it or not so, just come on and you can save your friends' lives. And as he does, he holds out two hands, one in the direction of Patches and then the other in the direction of Callista. And the first is a uh, 24 on Patches, and on Callista, it is a 12.
4: Oh, he fails.
0: Without okay. armor, he fails? Without okay, armor. Okay, cool. One point. Cool. Uh, and then <laughs> oh, these two flames just appear in his hands and hurl across the room at both of you. He misses Callista, but Patches is going to take.
4: Excuse me. Let's assume I'm reaching for Guy and that gets me out of mm.
0: the way. <laughs> rolling dice. Can yeah. you tell me a thing? Uh, you were going to take. 20 fire damage as you were just engulfed in this ball of fire as he slams it over into patches. Uh, He does take one more step toward Arwul. He will take the attack of opportunity from Chessie. you guys know her name now yes. <laughs> she does not hit him she does not hit him she got the attack of opportunity she's not able to make like she goes to hit and it just glances back off of this guy's armor as he is taking a step toward Arwol. Mm-hmm. chessie is up and as Arwol says what do you think i should do she turns around and as she's she's raking this dagger across him she throws the cloak to you, and she says put the damn cloak on <laughs> and uh, with that, she turns back to him and is going to make another attack with her dagger, which is a success. And she's going to do seven damage to him. Real neat shit. And Callista, you up.
4: Okay. Um, I want to try to pull Guy back in the window.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Uh, roll, just roll the so string check. I'm not check. sure I can do much damage, but I think maybe he could. <laughs> yeah. Roll string check. Okay. See if you can, girl. Would he well, I'm also naked. Keep that in mind. Awesome. I'm
2: slippery because it was hot in there.
4: Don't talk him into giving me a disadvantage.
0: I remember when my sweat made me fall off of the wall.
4: (laughs) I'm pretty sure i failed because it's only a seven.
0: That's all good. I'm real scrum. Yeah, yeah, you're not able to get Guy up. Maybe he is sweaty and glistening and your hands just slide Mm. off. off I'm
4: all sweaty and glistening. (laughs) Damn it, why did you take a bath before bed? I
0: did it with a wall of fire. Volna stands up as Patches is burning and runs out of the room. She is screaming and whimpering as she runs past you, Patches. (laughs) You're not feeling so good, but she gets the fuck out of Dodge as soon as she sees you on fire. Quite literally, Adelaide is up. I'm like, professor, jump on my back climb you out of here (laughs) and then I'm
1: gonna attack with my quarterstaff
2: okay Sure. He's a gnome on a Adelaide. <laughs> I wouldn't love this. To just climb you up the wall and like climb
1: on the ceiling and get you out of there. One day
2: the gnome on the Adelaide was climbing across the fucking ceiling.
0: Uh, that does not hit. Oh
2: fuck. Oh,
0: no. Yeah, Adelaide swings out and he just really easily steps aside as this like whew, quarterstaff is coming down at him. His gaze never leaves Arwol the whole time that he is here. That he's been attacked. that He's been attacking. He's had his gaze just locked on you. And he's slowly making his way toward you. Uh, Patches is up. Our walls are back. I want to.
3: I'm gonna run over to the door, and I'm going to just I want to like bang my daggers and stuff on the wall, and I'm just yell out down the hallway, like, "Everybody, wake up! Help us!" And that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, sure. And then I'm gonna hide again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah Better this 26. time 26 Oh my god Other than
2: the fact that you're giving off smoke signals Because you were literally just on fire <laughs> Okay It won't see me uh, So you have a 26 I to did hiding Or will you hurt okay, up
3: Can I take an action and then put a cloak on? You won't have any movement after I'll, I'll I mean, move I, you, don't I, worry <laughs> I'm in a little itty bitty spot Yeah, then I'm going to cast Witch Bolt at second level
1: I really want you to um, jump on my back, I'm so sorry
3: You're <laughs> oh. <laughs> fine, sorry I just I didn't think about like the tether being underneath the cloak So I can't
0: really have that Um
3: I'm gonna put on the cloak.
0: You put on the cloak and nothing, nothing changes. You are just wearing a cloak. Everyone else, however, you cannot see Arwell. He does not seem to be in the room anymore. Professor, where the fuck did you go? He's dead.
3: I want that cloak so fucking bad, <laughs> Barter son. <laughs> um, and then what I noticed, people like not being able to like see me.
1: That would be my reaction. Be like, Professor, where the fuck did you go? I, I would like look frantically around the room. Then I'm
3: going to do. I'm gonna run across the room. That's I'm gonna use my movement okay.
0: You just hear that creepy little bit of
3: that. Um, Nobody attached.
2: You
0: see him, as as you go invisible, he does clinch this enormous scimitar he has, and you see his teeth as he grits them and starts to look around as you disappear. It seems like he has lost all track of you.
2: Yeah, you were up. Based on my previous interaction with him, would I get the feeling that if I were to hoist myself up into the window a little bit and grab him by the leg, would I be able to maybe,
0: or, or grab him by the arm, would I be able
2: to use his weight to pull him out the window?
0: You would know that it would be incredibly hard to do so, mostly because he might not even fit out of that window. Cool. I flop
2: onto the floor <laughs>
0: okay, and
2: grab my bow of crabbling uh-huh. and hit him in the dick with it. That you hit him with the actual bow. Because I'm at disadvantage if I try to shoot him with it.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's true. I hit him in the dick. <laughs> you do. You hit him in, You hit him with your bow. Of, you hit him with the crustacean bow. Does it turn him into a crab? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It turns out that direct contact. The direct contact.
4: It actually gives him crabs. Roll. <laughs> <because> uh, <laughs> I,
0: <need you> <laughs> <laughs> I need you to roll uh, a d4 and Please add your strength. Your and then I also need you to roll a d6.
2: It is a two, oh,
0: fuck. and then my D6 is a two. Yeah, uh, as you hit him with this bow, you do realize that bows are not meant to be melee weapons, and you like see some of these shells crack off of it and hit the ground, and you can see some of the lining that is underneath it, but you have certainly damaged this bow Dang. by hitting him with it. It didn't break or anything, but the bow is mm, most certainly damaged, and you did three damage to him.
1: Oh, I love this game.
0: This is very <laughs> stressful. I'm very stressed out. And then he slices at you guys. You hit him in the uh, fruity groin with your crab bow. Don't worry, my naked flesh will save me. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely going to hit you. Uh, oh,
2: God. I
0: love you <laughs> up like that. that is going to be eight slashing damage. Go on. And eight fire damage as the scimitar cuts <laughs> across you and then he turns toward Adelaide and he is going to slice out at her as well. Um, that does not hit. You were able to duck out of the way as he's swinging Maybe I'm as... already
1: starting to climb up the wall. <laughs> you're like,
0: I'm out of here. Uh, but guy, you take 16 damage. Yeah. Do you, how much total do you have? 25, I believe. Oh, okay. You're like, so I, I cut off a more often. You're at nine <laughs> damage. Uh, uh, okay, Chessy okay. is up, and as as she is up, she is behind him. She sees Arwul go invisible, and she runs past this Afridi, taking an attack of opportunity, which he is not going to be able to hit her. She goes by, he swings his scimitar at Adelaide, and then brings it back toward her, and she climbs over your back and like just starts making her way down this wall she screams out just to the room. She says, meet me in the street. And she starts climbing down. She's going down Guy's back. Wait, I thought I was in the room. You are? Oh, you are in the room. She steps yeah. over you then. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 She just passes you. <laughs> out the window. So I use my action to disengage and back up sort of as far as I can get across the room. Mm-hmm. And then um, since Adelaide is still over there and I can see her in the doorway, I will use my bonus action to grant her some bardic inspiration. Thank okay. you. I in need the it. In hopes that she can... And do something effective. Be inspired. Here, Be inspired. Have an eighty six to, to roll for that. And um, no, I think I, I've used everything I can. And movement
0: and all that. only keeps stuff. running.
4: Run away, Volna. Bye, <laughs> bye <laughs> And
0: much. Adelaide is up.
1: I am going to hit him one more time, and then I'm going to spider climb my way right out of this room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, can't give me no potions. All right, I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration.
0: Interesting. Okay.
1: Uh, mod twenty to hit.
0: Yeah, that hits. Okay. My
1: God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> six damages.
0: Yeah, girl.
1: And then I just—you just see me <laughs> put my quarter staff like on my back and then hop right up onto the wall and climb my <laughs> way out of here, <laughs> uh, right out right out, like <laughs> right to the ceiling, right around, and right out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: you hit him, once <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> like out the window like a freaking I mean, spider. And then I'm down
1: at the street with Buffalo.
0: Uh, you were also down the street with this cat-like woman. She is anticipating and looking around her. You see her ears twitching back and forth as she's looking around her big leopard-like I ears. I want a bonus action. Thank her for her help. She does not say anything to you. She seems on alert right now. And as you thank her, she goes, shh. And you see her ears twitching back and forth, and she seems to be listening for something. Patches is up.
3: Um, I'm really into this cat lady, and I think she's a really great rogue-type person. Um, so I'm gonna run across the room. Patches just belly flops out. And I'm going to also hop out the window and start climbing down.
0: I'm not really sure how to do this with Patches, because you have the fast hands thing or whatever, right? What does that do? So,
3: basically, um, I... Climbing, you don't have to climbing is really easy for me, yeah. and it doesn't take climbing doesn't take additional <laughs> movement.
0: Okay, um, I will let you roll an athletics check or acrobatics, whatever you prefer, with advantage, because this is a building. This isn't like a rock wall. Mm-hmm. It's like climbing up the side of my apartment without ladders and stuff. Twenty one. Yeah, so patches, you're easily able to, and you were th- you were you all are thirty feet up, so that's essentially your movement. And you're able to get down to the street as you're able to get out of this window. Our wall is up, guys on deck. So, um, I'm going sorry, to I meant on Dick because you hit the guy. On right, Dick. Yeah.
3: On <laughs> t- <eight. laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna run and jump out the window and cast Feather Fall myself.
0: That's really funny and I like it. <laughs> so Thatches is climbing down normal and you just see Arwul like. So, so <laughs> none, <laughs> of us, none of us can see Arwul. Oh, yeah. that's true. Uh, no, well, uh, no, it's gonna, not entirely true. The cloak is flapping yeah, and I'm you can like on. you can see his body underneath this oh, and he's just okay. like. Whoo- Coming down really gently, like a parachute <laughs> almost. It's hard to tell if it's the cloak or if it's a spell, but uh, oh my God, you I do. Want that cloak so bad. You do land down here, and as you land behind. Uh, I'll just. Her name is Chessie. As you land behind Chessie, she she just says, Keep moving. And then she grabs your arm before you take off, and she, she's looking right at you. Those cat like eyes just have those slits, just like a cat's do. They're really strange looking as she's looking at you, and you see just two little things poking out of her cat like face. She goes, you owe us. And then let's go of your arm. And she turns back around. Her ears are perked up still and listening and waiting for people to come out of the building. Then I keep moving away. She is encouraging all of you to
1: yeah, get the fuck out away, of Yeah, let's move on to Raven's Bluff. The room, by
0: the way, is like, on fire. There. Like, there's smoke nope. coming out of the room remember, you guys like, are all coming from. It's
3: But fun. I do, like, everyone in the room, I want to, if they do decide to jump out, they have Featherfall on them for a minute. Oh, anyone else who was up yeah, in like, the room? Everyone, yeah, everyone I see, I'm just...
4: Yeah, so... Lista has a really bad history with climbing. She's not going on a window.
3: It's fine. Don't no, <laughs> <a bit like, laughs> run
4: down the hall. Uh-huh.
1: Um, I feel like, like, Thingus would have sort these sorts of like they would have sprinkler systems in place because things are on fire all of the time.
2: Because I don't know about sprinklers. Yeah, systems.
0: indoor plumbing D and D totally. Yeah, <laughs> there is also a cantrip called s- Create Water, which is much more likely what people in this world used to put out fires.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so I time. would like all
0: to
2: <laughs> jump. So I'm between easy. his legs, yeah. and I, and he's facing this way. He's facing <laughs> the window. Yeah. So I want to l- jump out towards the bed where
0: my stuff is. I want to like roll over to it. Mm-hmm. So I ro- yeah, roll this like is interesting. Through. And I will let mm-hmm. you guys know. Everyone who has left does not. Mm-hmm. You do not have your things, and it is in a room that's on fire. Yeah. So so I roll over. Will I have an ac- attack of opportunity if I'm going behind him, directly behind him? Yeah, yeah. If you pass through, if you pass through a threatened square, which means any square that is touching around him, he will get an attack of opportunity uh, on you. Hey, I'll just climb so, back up. Uh, i still to climb. I roll over see. to the bed. He's gonna see if he can hit you. He does not. He does not hit you. Yeah. He he goes to swing the scimitar, and you're just like. Really weird, and maybe it slides off your glistening sweat on your muscles. Is my
2: action to grab my stuff and then jet back over towards uh, the other window and jump out? Do you have enough movement to to do all of that? So, my bed is right here, and that's only five, basically ten ten feet from where I am. And then I have 25, I have... You could do it, I guess, if you're not doing anything else. So I grab my stuff, and then I jump out this window and float like a goddamn angel naked with my <laughs> dick hanging out. Everybody sees me like I
5: don't want to wait forever to be a woman.
2: <laughs> and then I land on the buffalo and just sit there. Oh, I like nice. that. So like, I just... land my naked balls right on the buffalo and I'm like they're, Yeah, they're over should, his they're uh, over his face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just looking at everyone and I'm like
2: we should probably leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this whole scene of you coming down and singing and you have your pack of things behind you and then you <laughs> land on him and you're like, we should go. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Our things. Uh, yeah, the Friedi seeing all of you down there, you see two more balls of flame appear in his hands, and he just hurls one at guy. Uh, that is ten. That is not going to hit you. And then he's going to hurl the other at Adelaide. That is a nineteen. Mm. And oh shit. You're gonna take 21 damage. You guys just see this ball of fire hit Adelaide as she's getting off this wall from and done being weird. She's like, we made it! Boom! One lands beside Guy and Buffalo, and you're like, maybe we should go, and Buffalo starts to move, and where you were, this fireball hits, and right on top of Adelaide as she's looking over to all of you in this dark... You guys are still on this campus, but it is dark out, and you can hear the crickets and everything as you get outside. There's smoke pouring out of this room, and this fireball just hurls out of it and slams Adelaide in the back. She takes 21 damage and falls unconscious. Calista is still in the room. Okay, uh, and Chessie stands down here, her cat-like eyes, they, they're constantly flicking back and forth just like a cat's do. You can see her, uh, like, it's its kind of comical, but her butt does wiggle like a cat's that's ready to pounce. And you can see her claws going in and out of her paws as she's anxiously anticipating something. And uh, she is sitting there and just looking up the window, but she does not do anything else. Calista, you were up.
4: Okay. Um, I am throwing on my pack and collecting my leather armor, and I'm going to head
0: for the door. You just have a bundle of things in your arms, and you're, yeah, like, well, running down the hallway?
4: I mean, I don't have a ton of stuff in my pack, so I assume it's not out. It's just my pack is sitting there, and my armor is at the foot of the bed, so I just... Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I'll fire! And I... My movement gets me just outside the door. Okay. okay. And I'm trying to chase down um, our... New friend who ran
0: off. You can see her sprinting down the hall, and as she's sprinting, you see other doors beginning to open in the hallway, and all kinds of heads begin to poke out. That smoke is pouring up and into the hallway. You see two professors. Come out of rooms much on the same side that you guys are all on, and they begin running there. They are already preparing something. You can see them doing these gestures where it looks like they're picking things out of the air yes. as they are running toward this room. And, to text uh, even some, <laughs> even some of the kids are. They're gathering like things like wands, and they're getting cantrips prepared. And a few of the braver kids are stepping out behind the professors. And they're some are at the door, I'm like freedy. so they know what they're. Oh, and they you do see them like stop, and they look at one another, and then they. Just keep moving toward this, and they yell back to these kids, and they say, "Stay in your rooms!" As they're running to this room that you guys are all in, oh. all this smoke is just pouring out of it. This fire is licking at all of these things. <sighs> volna's up; she keeps running. Bye. She's gone.
3: <laughs>
0: she was a great NPC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Natalie, she still got my fucking ass. Making a death saving throw. Oh, make a death saving throw, Adeline. Uh,
1: here we That's go. 20.
0: That's now one for the story. <laughs> Five. No. Oh, that's a fail, girl. But I can
1: climb so good.
0: <laughs> don't worry, we, we'll keep your toe. Patches up. I
3: suddenly realize what a dumbass I am. Don't have any of my shit. All I have is a bow. I don't have my daggers or my leather armor or anything. So I'm running back into the school. I'm not climbing up
0: the wall, but I'm running back into the school. Okay, patches. <laughs> you guys see patches get down here and go fuck. And yeah, like, exactly. Run back into the <laughs> door <laughs> of the school. <laughs> yeah, mine too. Just the kidding. I passed shit. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so patches, you start running in. It is going to take you in combat like ten rounds to get up, like run up these stairs and to get back up to your room and everything. Arwul's up. Can I see him through the window? He's standing in the window. Yeah, he just threw two fireballs outside of it at your
3: friends. Um, let me cast mind spike again. Do you have a focus? I mean, my glove. I was helping her. I figured I'd wear it. Okay. When I was helping her cut her f-
0: toe off. Okay, sure. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Okay, sure. That's fair. <laughs> so, you do have your arcane focus. You are able to cast these things. You cast the Mind Spike. Mind Spike. With cool right. things.
3: Spike. Um. Is that a seven? Good. Yeah. So, 15 if he doesn't make his wisdom saving kill. That is a nine.
0: Yeah, That's a fail. He's, yeah, he fails. Yeah, so you see his head just like rack with this pain. You'll know exactly where he is now. Yep. Right? Know and exactly he takes where he is. 15 damage. 15. Holy shit
3: and I'm going to run like a bitch.
0: Yeah, run, get out of there. And I'm gonna go
3: around the building though, so surround.
0: Yeah, you. and so as Arwul starts running, you guys see him up in this window and this mind spike hits him, and Arwul, you completely lose track of him. You know right where he is, how far behind you he is, and then all of a sudden just And as you all are looking into this room, it explodes in the flame, and you guys no longer see this afridi standing in the window. Jessie is standing down here, and she just looks back to you all. And you guys are out of combat. Adelaide is, I guess, dying. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> Actively dying on the ground. Make another death-saving throw for me since nobody checked on you. That's a fail.
3: Oh, no. Something get to her.
0: Adelaide is passed out on the ground, yeah, anyway. making her death-saving throws. I got a plan. I say, Buffalo!
2: Boots me up! And I want him to do the thing where he lifts his head up and throws me back up. And She's in the room,
0: right? No, no she's, she's in on the ground. Oh. oh, cool. Cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> do you still want to like get shot up in the air and land beside her and be like, <laughs> like boom, still naked. Cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, it's a you touch die. spell, right? Yeah. yeah. Like you break <laughs> <a lot>. your <laughs> balls That's across way, it. I, I teabag her with cure wounds. <laughs> You know,
1: Adelaide probably would wake up with hearts in her eyes.
0: <laughs> uh, you see, guys, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This really is not want. canonical. I'm not going to teabag you. Okay, you don't teabag her. So uh, you do cast Cure Wounds, and how much is that? for? So you get four. Oh, shit. Well, I'm alive. So, you wake up like, oh, my God. Your toe is just, like, still bleeding and hurting, and you're awake. And uh, I just
1: scream in frustration. I'm like, God damn
3: it. Um, I a day. For I have elements.
0: no power, I have nothing, Jessie? I need to kill something. Chessie stands there, patches his run back inside, Clista is chasing Volna down the hallway, I believe, and Chessie looks over to, uh, it would be Guy, you're the only one who is around her and not just waking up from almost being dead. You hear a slight purr come from her as she walks over very gracefully, and you can see just how quickly she's able to relax after this situation, she feels like it's gone, she just relaxes and saunters over to you, and she leans down a little bit um, because she is very very tall and slender and as she opens her mouth she just says a cloak of non-detection and invisibility not able not easy to come by anywhere Ost has told me to tell you all that we are great friends but great friends always pay back the favors they owe we'll see you soon and as she says this she just takes off down the street and you see her climb up and over a building and she disappears into the night
1: I would like to since The, the I room s-
0: exploded? Uh, 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 I, pretty much.
1: I would like to since I still have my potion to climbing up I don't think that gets affected by passing it. Right? Uh,
0: man, I guess. I'm just gonna spider climb up the wall and check out the room. Uh, you guys see guys' balls touch Adelaide's forehead and then she wakes up and she's like, what the fuck? And then you see Chessie talking to Guy and you like,
1: oh. Jump up <laughs> onto the wall and it hits my pinky toe and I'm like. Fucking ow.
0: And then I climb all the way up the wall. And yeah, again. and uh, are you trying to get your things out of this room? I,
1: I am, but I'm also trying to look first before I just jump right into a burning room.
0: Okay. I'm gonna. Um, make I'm on my way 20
1: back. for perception.
0: Uh, you don't see any humanoid forms in this room. You do see professors on the other side of it. They, water is appearing over them and they are forming it and shaping it and throwing it into the room, but it turns to steam quickly. This fire is burning with intensity. They're calling to some of their students. You can't understand them over the blaze that is on these beds and on everything. There are spots in the room that aren't burned up completely yet though.
1: I'd like to spider climb on the wall trying to find like a not burning patch to grab all of our shit and get it out of the room.
0: Roll up roll out. One, a strength check. And then a constitution Even saving throw. Even with spider climb? Yes, because that That's is a lot of strength. shit to carry out while you're spider climbing.
4: Everybody's gear except for mine.
0: You climb me back down?
1: Uh, I... Why wouldn't I? <laughs> Fair enough. Ooh. That is a three oh, no. for strength.
2: strength.
1: And, uh... Uh, mod 20 for Constitution.
0: Yeah, for Constitution there is smoke filling the room. You realize this very quickly and you're able to pull something up and over your mouth so that you don't choke, die, and burn to death from passing out and falling off the wall (laughs) with your four health, and you are only able to get your own bag.
1: Can I throw stuff out the window?
0: You can certainly try. I'd like to try, I'm going to put my bag on and I'm going to try to throw everything else out the window. Okay, so you're throwing three bags out the window. I need you to roll three Constitution saving throws for me. Say bye to Adelaide, everybody.
1: Mod 20. (laughs) 17. Holy shit. 19. What
0: the fuck, dude? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. So you just, like, put your shirt up, and maybe instead of trying to breathe through it, you just, like, realize how quick the smoke's filling up, and you go... And you pull in a big breath, and you're just running, and literally... You got... uh, I, only guy can see it, but shit is just like raining out out of this window. Bags are hitting the ground. It's there's like, swords, daggers, there's a little Some dude silver. got skull. broken up with, just throwing <laughs> his shit. <laughs> exactly, yeah, absolutely. There's a broken DVD player and <laughs> TV. <laughs> Alanis
1: Morissette is playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I then climb back down and out the window and down.
0: Yeah, and then I, about at this point, patches, you're running through this hallway. You see Callista chasing Volna down the hallway on one side. You come to the room. It is completely engulfed in flame, and you see Adelaide crawl over the window and start to make her way back Don't worry, in. I
1: got your shit! I'm like,
0: patches, like, damn it, and I just turn around and
1: go back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like sweating and breathing. Uh, you can see other professors coming behind you. Patches, you being a rogue are much quicker than most of them, so you're able to blow by them. They're all coming in, and you're seeing them pull these magic strands out of the air, and this little, these little water droplets just starting to form in the air and form into this bigger ball, and they're all throwing these inside of the room. It seems like... Uh, they have done many drills for this, to say the least. They are, except for Calista telling them there was an afriti, they have remained very calm throughout this entire thing. There was a moment where they paused when you told them what was going on. Oh but there are many professors throwing water into this room. It is on fire behind you. Arwel is running through the streets alone with this cloak wrapped tightly around him. Um, I would like to kind of make my way back now that he's not on the sure. plane. Um, I would know that. And so, yeah, kind of
3: come back to everyone.
0: Is Spike literally, you know where they are as long as they are on the same plane mm-hmm. as you? Yeah. Anywhere. Like, it could be a 700 miles away I think so no I think with uh, you always know target's location until spell ends
3: uh, but only if the two are on the same plan of existence
0: you, you lost track of him you did I was just curious yeah. about the spell more than any story thing will you do come back over. This building is burning. You guys can see steam and water and smoke just pouring out of the third story of these, uh, I don't know if they're called dormitories for teachers that live on campus, but they probably are, right? Mm -hmm. This dormitory-style building. Is there something specific you want to do, or do you just want to reunite with your friends as this is burning down? Um, Guy, your clothes are lying on the ground in front of you. Maybe Uh, you're comfortable like this now. I don't know. I
2: will now be naked. (laughs) Now I have a giant flaming cut across me.
0: Yeah, mm. dude cuts mm. the fuck out That's of me. That's true. So you have I'm a like, seared, like, nasty gash on your chest. I'm like, a, uh, medic. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Please help me. Help me. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go up and be like, you guys, we need to get to Raven's Bluff, but no one can see me, obviously.
0: You guys hear, you guys hear this small, familiar... Very sure voice call out from nowhere, apparently. And all it says to you all is, we as this building is burning in front of you and the Sefridi disappears and Chessy tells you that Ost is going to see you soon and that very good friends repay the favors they owe, you hear a voice say, we need to go back to Raven's Bluff. And we're gonna end episode oh, oh. Whatever, 18? I think so. Yeah, oh. right there. Yay! Right. So much for a long rest, everybody.
5: Oh, hello, my little darlings. I've missed you so much. It's me, madame, and I'm going to need you to come on down to the Kettle of Many Things and come and see me. It's been so long, but in the meantime, I hear I'm not your only source of entertainment. I hear that Hit Dice, a real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast, has been keeping your attention, and for that, I am grateful. Now, listen up, boys and girls. I know what it's like to be trying to run some sort of entertaining establishment. And I know you can't see me doing air quotes, but I am. It's important to show the people you love and who keep you entertained some support. So head on over to the Hit Dice official website. It's hitdicepod.com. They got all kinds of neat things that you're just going to love. And you can put the stickers on your forehead or in your public bathrooms, but don't you be putting them in the kettle of many things. I will kick you out of here so fast you won't even know what Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Oh, my temper flared up. Anyways, you can accessorize everything with hit dice junk that they've made custom just for you. And hopefully by the end of the day, you'll look as beautiful as me being a bot owner. I know how important it is to have patrons. Ain't that right, boys and girls? Yeah, that's right. You love being here. Just like the listeners love hit dice. If you love Hit Dice, head on over to the iTunes store. Help them out. They're still just cute little guys, and they're doing their best to find their place in the Dungeons & Dragons community. And the most important thing that you can do for them is leave a five-star review in the iTunes store. Now, that's not going to take much of you. Jimmy, I swear to God, if you spill one more drink on my bar, I will kill you. Sorry about that. And if you want to keep the conversation going with your very favorite role players, all you got to do is follow them on one of many of their forms of social media. You can go to Facebook. Uh, Oh, what's the the other one called? Instagram. Instagram or Twitter. All their tags are at Pod. It's so easy to find them, because everything's basically the same. They're such clever little weirdos. You know, it's really important to have someone who always has your back, like me. If you need something hidden, if you need something stolen, or a place to stay where the authorities can't reach you, come talk to me. I'm sure we can work something out. I hear you're friends with Callista and Patches, and if I don't have your back, I know that Tabletop Loot does. They take care of all my precious little angels. They pay to keep the podcast up and going so that all your precious little ears can hear all of their weird little jokes that they tell and for keeping them up and on the air I just gotta give them a shout out, they take care of my babies and they're going to take care of you head over to their store, get some beautiful dice that are the color of my skin a beautiful earthen green enter the code HITDICEPOD at checkout and you're gonna get 15% off and I can guarantee you you're not gonna find a discount that good at any bar because I got the best discounts and 15% is hell Affordable and generous. So I guess for them I'd like to say, you're welcome. Oh, and if you wanna try to draw up Callista's beautiful body, or Patch's mean little face, or that weird man on a buffalo who follows him around, or just anything, really, you can- I mean, Hey, why not draw Madame? Oh my Beautiful physical appearances. Yeah, it's a, it's covered by many artists all over the world. Don't forget, if you head over to the Hit Dice official website, hitdicepod.com, there is a fan art contest going on right now with prizes for everybody. They are giving stuff out to you all like candy. You should be more grateful. Head on over there, draw whatever you want. I hear there's prizes whether you're a good artist or you're a shit artist. And let's be honest, free prizes for doodling something down? That sounds pretty great to me. As far as I know... The competition's going to go on till July the 10th. So get on over there. Show them what you're made of, little sweeties. Until next time, my sweet little adventuring angels, I'll catch you next week, adventurers.